And we're back. Charismatic yeah, Chaos. <laughs> Charismatic Chaos episode uh, 12. Uh, thanks for joining us. We've got two very special people here to tell us some very special things about water and minerals and other such things. We've got Fritzy, friend of mine from the gym, and Bo here. Uh, Bo is Fritzy's, would you say? Uh, a bit of a mentor, uh, I'd call Bo. I, I'm forever following his path and asking him. He's the one I hit with all my questions. Yeah. So I'd call him a mentor, really. Yeah. Even though he's old enough to be my, my, my youngest son. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, he's, he's amazing. So Bo, thanks for coming in today. Um, what we'll do, we'll get you just to, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself and what all this weird and wonderful <laughs> gear is so basically i'm tw only 26 years young um and all my life um pretty much i was uh i used to smoke a 20 pack of cigarettes in an hour um maccas was my first go-to um and i'll say that i had a bit of a health scare at the age of 20 yeah. um which is very young considering how long we're supposed to live and um yeah, I was in hospital one day and um, I had all these um, head doctors and emergency services around, like they'd push the big red button. I had no idea what was going on. I just yep. went out of it and then come back to. And after that day, I was just like, nah, something's got to change. Like, um, I'm not doing this again. And I have kids, three, ki um, four kids. So, you know, um, I started by uh, following a guy called Victor Schorberger. Yep, just hold that a bit closer. Uh, Sorry, um, Victor Schorberger, and um, it was him who, um, as you see here, in Hidden Nature. Um, yeah. That's just the startling insights of Victor Schorberger. And that's really, ultimately, what got me on the path of water and stuff because I just started doing my research and I'm like, there's got to be a better way to living. There's got to be a better way to life. Um, and I'm sick and tired of being sick. So, <laughs> you know, there's got to be something that we can do. And ever since then, uh, it is just, you just keep going down the rabbit hole more and more. Um, and the information that you can find that is freely available to us is crazy. Like mm. we just got to go looking for it. Um, and that's what I found. That's how I've come across this. And um, for the most part, I actually converse with um, some of these leading researchers and scientists in their field as well. If I have a question, I'll go straight to the source. Yep. So, you know, I can get that answer straight away as quickly as possible um, so that I can start making those life-altering decisions now. Yeah, so just going back to what you were saying, though, so what, if you don't mind asking me asking, what were you sick with? Like, what, was, what happened? Uh, the cause is still unknown. Um, I was just, I was at work one day and I was just had these sharp shooting pains, um, coming up to, um, from my stomach to my chest. And I was just like, nah, something's not right. I'm like, I need to go home. Um, and then it was a struggle for me to get into the car. Um, I finally got home and I was living with my mum at the time and, um, I was just struggled to get up the stairs and I'm like, nah, something's not right. I need, I need you. My brother was there and I'm like, I need you to call the um, ambulance. Like, um, then they got there and they're like, what's the pain on a scale of one to 10? I was like a 10. Like I just, and even to this day, what I was, um, they still don't know what was wrong with me. Um, so it still remains unknown. Um, but all they did was just, when I did come back to the world, um, they just prescribed me or they just gave me some antibiotics and yeah. some, some neurofen and Panadol and just sent me on my way. So I was like, nah, there's got to be something more to it than so that. So you weren't, you weren't living the healthiest lifestyle though? No. But yeah, right. Yeah. So with, um, with all that, that though, so what, what got you into, you know, obviously you wanted to change your health and start looking at doing something else. What got you onto the path of, say, for instance, Victor Schorberg? How did you come across him? Um, I was just doing some research uh, on a computer one day, on one of my computers one day. And I was just going through and I heard it somewhere. I saw something about structured water come up on the internet and I was like, oh, what is that? Like, yeah. You know, and for the most part of it, I've had some friends just Google it just to see what it comes up with and it says how structured water is a hoax and everything. So I'm like, all right, I'll look into it. And just the information that we, and the, the depths that it was being produced at just didn't make sense to me. Like, why were we knocking this? So I had to delve into it a bit more. And um, as you'll see in the stack of books behind there, um, there's a few other books as well by the same author here, Alec Bartholomew. Um, he has written some wonderful books um, uh, just letting us know about the secrets of water yeah. and just explaining it a bit better. And ever since then, I just got hooked and I was just like, 
I really just didn't know there was so much to water. And even to this day, scientists haven't proved everything. There's still, they've only named like 43. There's still like more unknown anomalies to water than what we even know. So, you know, it's just like the possibilities. When you say 43 anomalies, what do you, what do you mean by that? As in that's all like there's 43 different types of things that they know of water or its benefits or its potentials. Like, water is h2o but now they've discovered that water is actually h3o2 so there's those extra molecules in the water that gives it its liquid crystalline structure right so and that's how it becomes structured so h2o is your bulk water which comes out of our tap which is positively charged but h3o2 is your structured water which you can use any of these devices to do and it actually becomes h3o2 structured water right and basically all these systems is just about restructuring and re-energizing. So giving water its its energy back. Like uh, the sunlight is a form of energy. Minerals are a form of energy. And water is another form of energy. So when we look at it, we've got to look at the energetic potential of these systems. So you're saying they go super saiyan when you do this stuff, basically. <laughs> basically, um, you know, it's it just increases that. Um, and they have a device called a GDV, which actually can measure the photons of light that's being emitted from droplets of water. And, um, you know, they tested a, a tap water sample and then they went on to test um, one, just run through one of these. And it increases the biophoton light levels um, by up to by fourfold. Okay. Know, so We're probably getting a bit... Bit ahead, head in the weeds there, just so that we can sort of clarify what this all is started from. Um, like Fritzy, you're a mate of mine from the gym. We were just talking one day about how young you look at the ripe old age of fifty, um, and you started well, telling covered in grey. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. But you started telling me about your water, and when you start getting into your filter, uh, filter I, systems, I think I started my journey probably nearly two years ago. Well, it's been over a year anyway, mm. so I'm pretty fresh into it. Um, uh, but I, it, it all started out. Uh, Bo was talking to me about structured water, and and um, so how, how, naturally, I didn't believe. How did you both meet? Like, cause oh, you, we worked together. Oh, <clears> right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, does maintenance for one of the centres that I work at. Right. Yeah, yeah. So um, and Bo just got talking to me about this structured water and mm. I, I remember looking over at my son kale and thinking yeah he's a bit loopy this guy but all right i'll listen um but yeah it's uh it, but what it did what bo talking to me did was sparked a few questions yeah because uh, and that got my interest up so i did my own bit of research and then i'd come back to bo and think god you, you were right with that okay well here's some more questions because i still don't believe because i remember seeing on facebook the thing that got me chatting to you about it was i saw that you put your filter system on i wanted to put a um single yeah. stage on here and i said to you oh, we started talking about filters and different systems and because mm-hmm. i know that you went down the route of a full reverse osmosis and then you were telling me how you uh did a test between all the yeah. different samples of water and said for just your mundane person that a single yep. stage is yep. Yep. just good enough to get you started, get you away from yep. just yeah, yeah. And I, I'm still learning as I as yeah. I go too. And 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 since then, uh, Maddie, I've um, found that the the reverse osmosis is too much. Yeah. So I've now disconnected that system. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, and that's I'm, what I went with the single stage on here. Um, and then, like you guys were saying, we'll just show a bit of some of the stuff here on the table we've got your h2 bow and one of the first things you notice is how oxygenated the water is i remember even when i put the single stage filter on here that the first thing i noticed when i poured the water is how much more oxygenated the water is even coming out of the tap mm. um so do you just want to run us through a bit with this one bow of just what what this is because it's not your stock standard water is it no, no and how how this comes comes to be and also what the difference is between uh h2o and h3o was it h3o2 h3o2 and the difference between the two and maybe the benefits and pros and cons of both sides if you wouldn't mind absolutely so basically we'll start off with um you just municipal tap water so Basically, it's just commonly known as H2O, um, which is two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen, whereas structured water is uh, three parts hydrogen, two parts oxygen. 
So water has a liquid crystalline structure to it. And pretty much it has six sides. That's why you've got three here. And then if you were to add another three, then water has its six molecules. Um, tap water um, that is positively charged has only five molecules. So it's um, effectively lifeless. It's just dead water. Um, there's no energy to it whatsoever. Um, plus with all the massive amounts of um, fluoride and chlorine that is being dumped into the water as well, um, is actually, well, chlorine for starters is used to wipe out uh, beneficial bacteria, which is the bacteria that humans alone need to survive. So, you know, it's wiping that out. Uh, fluoride has also been proven to be a neurotoxin. Um, so, you know, these devices have been scientifically proven to reduce, if not eliminate, chlorine and fluoride completely. So with my water, it goes through uh, three-stage filtration and then it will go through another unique uh, triploder device or quadploder, I call it, um, designed by Dan Winter. Um, and then it goes through one of these, a much bigger version of this, which is the Mir water. So it magnetically, energetically and activates the water. <coughs> and then um, it will go through a device like this, which is copper, covered in ormus, which is mineral information, and then it contains um, living crystals inside of it as well. Can, just, to, just to go back to, um, before we get into the devices too much, when you're talking about uh, positively charged water, so you were saying that when it comes out of our tab, it's got, what were you saying? It's only positive, has five positive mo yeah, molecules? Yeah, so it has five molecules and it's positively charged. So the positive charge is detrimental to human health um, because it um, forms free radicals which actually steal electrons from our bodies. And that's when we start seeing all these sicknesses and illnesses that we are today. So when we add those extra molecules to water it, and that negative charge, it's been proven too that um, mature water um, is negatively charged. So once it goes through all Earth's elemental processes, it becomes negatively charged and it's mature. Whereas our rainwater, while it's great and everything, and you, you like it does so much for plant growth and everything, it is also pos it is positively charged, but it is very juvenile. So it's like eating a piece of fruit before it's ready. So talking about maturity, and we're, we're now into age difference of water as well. Can we get into a bit of the um, weeds on that? I just want to try and bring a bit of structure into sort of like a, a basic sort of knowledge to start off with for people to sort of and myself yeah, included to get, it, to get an understanding yeah. of from from the start pretty much of like the basics of water so the basics yeah. of water we all know h2o mm. we need it to survive we made yeah. up 70 percent of it yeah so we we know the positive effects of water like a, most people just drink stock standard water and liver can live a long healthy life yeah um so just sort of to start us from the beginning of the difference between your stock standard water, whether it be rainwater, we'll, we'll, we'll separate the three. So we've got, say, for instance, your normal tap water yep. that we have, then you have your rainwater, and then you have your your, your spun water and your yep. um, energized water. So if we can start at H2O itself, and like your normal tap water, just for yep. people out there listening, of what are, wh why that isn't what we think it really is like because to, to someone like me before um chatting with fritzy to me i thought tap water was just tap water you know we drank yeah. it i'll just try and get the ones that have been filtered a bit so i'm not getting yeah. too yeah. much yeah. shit in but yeah, if we can sort of, if we can sort of start there yeah um and then move forward and we'll, we'll be able to go up through everything go through all the systems here so just a bit of the basics on the h2o and I know you've said that, uh, you know, it's positively charged, which then draws out electrons from our own body, you were yeah. saying. Yeah. So if we can sort of uh, elaborate on that and keep, keep going with that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, just tell us a bit of the basics of H2O and why, why it isn't what we think it, think it is. So it all starts by um, man's intervention. So basically when you see all these dams and stuff built up, we are stopping that flow of water um, and movement is essential to life. As we know, when you stop moving, that's when you start seeing all these illnesses that we are suffering from. So water needs to be able to move, and we've put all these dams in, 
put all these dams out there, we've stopped that flow of water so it's not actually going through. And then we have now resorted to pumping it through all these lead pipes, all these right angle bends, which nature doesn't know any straight lines. She only knows spiral patterns. So when it's pumped to that, by the time it reaches your tap, it is has lost its life it has lost its negative charge and essentially like one of the biggest things i've found um through all of this is that um the taste the feel and the smell of it alone are just the three um but i've had people come to me and go oh my god i could drink five liters of of tap water and i'm still not hydrated like you know i could drink more and i'm like well is that really water then you know because uh, we like you said we're seventy percent water. Our Earth is made up of seventy percent water. So really, if you look at it, we're so far. We live a symbiotic relationship with nature, and um, once we start a headache, for instance, is um, your body telling you that you're dehydrated. That is the first sign to let you know that you're dehydrated and you need water. Um, and a two percent loss of water means that you like you'll start experiencing headaches. Um, but up to 12% loss of water can almost mean death. When you were saying, uh, for instance, water running through pipes and bends and everything, and you know nature doesn't know that, and we end up with dead water, when you're talking about water and life, like water being a living organism, could we sort of just expand on that a bit more? Because it is something Fritzy's told me before about water's living water, yeah. um, has its own memory, so yeah. what is it? It's a living organism just like we are. So um, it needs to be able to breathe. It needs to be able to move just like we do. Um, so <coughs> essentially what we do is we put all these tight caps on and we are suffocating the water. So we're actually ridding it of its thing. So I also choose to use glass because it's made of silica, which is a natural element of the earth, whereas plastic is um, contains... Um, billions of chemicals which if exposed to um, heat will start slowly releasing those chemicals into your water and effectively unstructured water glass can also hold water for a much longer period of time as opposed to plastic um, so it is said that um, uh, structured water once it's bottled up in a plastic bottle will only hold its structure for about 30 days so with water being living though so what what do we mean by water being alive so it's breathing it contains so much of the sun's energy water is just another system um, to store the sun's energy so we need that energy in our water that it comes from the sun but we need to not underestimate the power of the moon as well um, because that has just if not more of an impact on water than what the sun does so effectively this is just a way of storing that concentrated form of sunlight so then when we drink it we are receiving that energy so from the water. When, when we talk about energy, though, so are we talking about, um, like, is there a particular molecule? Is there a particular, like, what, what is that energy? Because we can, we can sort of just say energy. Yeah. Like, energy's a bit of a too broad spectrum, a bit fickle for something like this to say that uh, it's storing energy. Like, yeah. what, what kind of energy... Where so, is it stored and how is it stored? So it's it's stored in the water. It's like um it's like lightning. Um, so it's like electrical energy, and it's what um every process in the human body um ha- is an electrical process. So water needs that. So the negative negatively charged molecules in the water attract the positively charged molecules and actually excrete it through waste, like urine and feces that we do when we go to the toilet. And the body is a constant self-renewing and self-regenerating system. Without that negative charge, our body cannot do that. So we're effectively overriding our system with these positively charged molecules and they're just building up and building up. So it's starving us of oxygen. Negati- uh, negatively charged uh, molecules are actually the oxygen molecules and the hydrogen are positively charged. So we need those negatively charged oxygen molecules in order to be able to function properly uh, for all physiological physiological functions in the body. So just on that though, so if we've got normal H- H2O, you're saying that's positively charged, yeah. but for a hydrogen molecule and an oxygen mo- molecule to bond together, they have to have opposing yeah. attractions to each other. That's right. So if that's the case, then wouldn't normal water still have a negatively charged oxygen molecule to stick to the hydrogen? Um, so 
effectively what it's doing when you have pumped it through all those pipes and it comes out your tap head has lost that negative charge which is where its energy comes from this water right now contains at least negative 450 millivolts of uh, negative charge right now so it will be able to um, some of the benefits that you may experience is brain um, thinking clearly is, is there any way of measuring like with a voltmeter yes there is. Yeah, voltmeter, 100%. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, there have been tests done by um, Rob Gourlay from Mia Water, um, who created these devices, and he just uses a voltmeter to just basically measure the negative voltage of water. You could actually, if you wanted to, send a sample of that to him, and he'll measure it for you as no well. Way. Okay, cool. So, so with... With it being energy, though, the, the only thing that's sort of... I'm sort of stuck in the weeds with at the moment is sunlight providing the energy to it um, and then that energy becoming lost eventually when it comes out of our tab. So when you're spinning it and you're producing this sort of water, you're still producing it from the tap, aren't you? Because you're still getting this water from the tap yeah. and then spinning it. So you're still not... You Are you storing it out in sunlight or moonlight or something like that to charge it or are you... Is that mitigated by your system here? Yeah. So that's um, done by these devices here, but I also do the process outside in the sunlight. So effectively, the last thing it will see is the sunlight before I put it in storage. So I'll leave it sit in the sunlight for approximately 15 minutes to 30 minutes before then I take it inside to store it so it can receive that, that energy transfer as well. Um, so like you said, it does come through the tap initially, but after it's gone through these unique array of devices, it comes out structured, negatively charged, <laughs> Um, and then I leave it exposed to the sun, the oxygen or the air, if you say, um, just to give it that revitalization. So you're not really, it's not really storing the energy from the sun. You're just using sunlight to help charge, yeah. char charge for instance, to yeah. try and, so what, what is it from the sunlight that is producing a charge in the water? That's sort of just where I'm a bit lost at the moment because it, the sun is what we know is just radiation like uv rays yeah so like we know that uv rays can help kill bacteria in water and systems like that but I, i'm just wondering what because if you are charging the electrons in it already through these devices and everything else as well the sunlight itself to me would seem a bit like uh, undies yeah. undies on undies almost with charging the yeah. electrons because you're saying the electrons are charged once they come through these devices and then you're storing it in the sun to store store yeah. the charge more so so the sunlight is just essentially giving it that extra kick to it um because of how depleted our water actually is so on top of all the chemicals and it's it's like our food like how long has it been sitting on the shelf before it even reaches your tap but what is it from the sun that's producing that is all what that i'm is, asking that is a great question um i'm not 100 percent sure on what it would actually be from the sun um i just know it's able to store that the uh, photons the biophotons emitted from the sun is being stored in that so it's like light the light is being stored inside the water molecules so um and that's what builds the energy up per se so we need and we need that energy for all physiological functions in the human body so um would it, would it, the only quarrel that i would have with that is that we when we go outside in the sun itself anyways we're getting that exposure yeah so when we get exposed to the sun whether it be internal or external we're still getting that um yeah. for lack of a better term energy from the sun yeah so with like with it going through these devices here it's charging the water it's spinning it it's structuring the water yeah um turning into h3o2 uh the extra step of the sunlight without it sounding like i'm i'm, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate here yeah. it's literally just trying to figure out the process of it so with the sunlight with with the sunlight the photons coming through and storing that in the water itself you would be thinking that it was storing it's storing radiation then because yeah. you you're storing yeah you, you know what i mean like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so that that's the only thing that i see that there's not really much validity to that that part yeah um just because to me it sounds like it's it's 
pretty much is saying it stores the energy from the sun, from being in the sunlight. Yeah. That, that doesn't really give me much more. Yeah. Like even like you were saying though, like you, you're unsure on that. Yeah. That'd be something I'd love to, yeah, like yeah. If, if you wouldn't mind next time we, because hopefully we can yeah. do another one of these as well. When you come back and maybe be able to tell us a bit more about yeah. that sort of process. Yeah. But moving on from that process, once you've stored it, once it's in this position as it is now, um, you put it away, you store it, it's, it's oxygenated, it stays like this. How long can you keep, you, does your water stay charged like this? Because I know you're saying it's got 400 and something. Yeah, it's got um, approximately 450 millivolts and negative millivolts of charge in that. So it would probably be the same. Um, I'd leave it about the 30 days before I'd then run it back through right. another structuring. So vortexing is one of nature's main principles and that's how it cleans itself energetically, like its memory. Um, so so talking about memory, sorry, just, just while you mentioned that. So the memory of water, can you give us a bit of an understanding of what, what that means, what memory, water's memory means? Because anyone who looks at water goes, geez, I hope it does remember me being in the shower that one time thinking and doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. So just so that I can, yeah, just so I can look out for the water that wants to come back and try and blackmail me. Yeah. What, what is it with the memory and water itself? So it's believed to contain a memory. So it remembers everything um, that it comes into contact with. All, so all water being one or yes, all water all, being separate? All water in one. Um, so um, it's just effectively what you do to the water will um, change or alter its um, memory. So what we're effectively doing with this is erasing its memory so that we can start again. So um, whereas... You think about once again it's being bottled up in a dam and then pumped through all these pipes it remembers that behavior and how it's being pumped before it gets you to your tap so that's why it's positively charged and it's the same it's like you do something bad to your body um it's like well that's the consequence to that so we're um its memory as such um is its energetic memory sorry is um where Having a mind blank here, sorry. Because <laughs> um, you talk too much. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not, like, might need a bit of water. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like uh, simple stuff like water is just so amazing, it has so many different properties. And um, like, like I was just saying before, that storing your chemicals and stuff under your sink, um, your water can actually pick up on that information that it's putting off. Um, so, um, which is toxic because we mainly store chemicals. When, when you say it's putting off information, what do you mean by that? So it's, once again, I'm very, very short into this. Like I've been, only been doing this for about yeah, two years now. Uh, you might want to ex explain um, Dr. Um, the Japanese doctor. Oh, is I'm that, sure so basically he ran he ran an experiment um and this is what fascinated me from the book um the secret life of water he has many others he did an experiment where he put rice into three beacons and um one he used the power of thought so one he put like said that he loved to um the other one he said he hated and then the other one he just completely neglected and from that study alone with i believe in um 30 minutes um the one that was completely neglected showed the worst um, signs of regression, like um, bad mold was building and accumulating it. It just was putrid. It smelled bad. The one that he said that he hated, like it did start fermenting and produced a bit of an anaerobic smell. But the one he told that he loved um, was just beautiful. It put off a nice in, natural aroma. In 30 minutes? Yeah. So, oh, sorry, 30 days. 30 oh, days. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 30 days, yeah. So um, just by um, his thoughts alone. Um, and then he's related back that back to children as well. So effectively how we're treating them right. is the end product. Right. So just, so, because this was something you were telling me at the gym, Fritzy, was that you can put your positive affirmations into water and, yeah, yeah. Make it uh, make it better. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that that's also just another thing that I think is what a lot of people would, would get stuck on. Just because putting, say, for instance, your love or positive thoughts into water, is there any chemical, actual chemical change, or like something that we can read and register? I know we, like, say, for instance, uh, 
what, Matt, what was his name? Sorry, Matsumoto or uh, Masuri Yamato. Masuri Yamato. Yeah. With his um, test that he did with the rice, that's something that you know people could replicate if they want to want to try try it themselves. Yeah. But yeah. But with with the actual structure of water at the end of that day, end of the 30 days, was there a difference in the actual structure of the water that was recognised as in from putting positive affirmations into your water, what is it actually putting into the water? So yeah. we, we, you were talking before about the, char- the molecules being charged. So that's just something where I go, well, what else is getting put into it or yeah. what else is changing with it when you do that? So effectively, it's just the structure of the water in general. And um, Masuri Yamoto did the same experiment as well. He uh, flash froze samples of droplets of water in a little Petri dish. And under a microscope, he was able to see the liquid crystalline structure of the water. So, And he did that with um, positive affirmations. He did that with... Um, um, what else was he using? So, so talking with uh, on structure though. So we've we've covered the basics pretty much of like water, the difference between the charges of it. Um, I, I think we we got stuck a bit on the sunlight um, that we hopefully can clarify next time for a bit. Uh, just talking about structure though. So when you're talking for normal H two O, what's the issue? with the structure of normal H2O? So normal H2O has a pentagonal structure, whereas structured water will have a hexagonal structure. Is it like a snowflake? Yes, correct. Yes, yeah. So water should have that liquid crystalline structure to it like a snowflake. Right. Yeah, and that's how you can tell it's at its most purest form. And lots of scientists around the world have been able to measure that. Um, So, And it explains in some of these books here, and they have... um, pictures and images of that being done as well so that's that's where we are where uh, that's where we're at in terms of the actual structure itself so when you when you spin water so going through these devices you spin it you got h3o2 it comes out with your structure then being six sides yeah hexagonal so when you're putting positive affirmations into it what's because you that structure is the structure so what does yeah. does it change the structure into it another shape does it um, I think it would just keep enhancing its geometrical structure. So, and I don't think there's no limit or degree on how far water can become structured. So the more you do to it, ultimately, the better it would be. It seems to me that's why there's no limit to how many devices or what I actually put the water through, mm. as long as it's somewhat going through a natural process. Well, the, there would be a limit to the structure because you, otherwise it would become a different structure yeah. altogether. So if you've got that's that's an, I'm, not that I'm saying very nitpicky, but it's just to clarify it for myself as well. So once you have a hexagon, we're saying that's the best structure you can have yep. to take it in. Yeah, we can get that from going through our devices, spinning it, and yep. doing that process. So then, when you put positive affirmations into it to say that it's better as the structure, that's a bit too empty for me as in like it doesn't seem to have much more validity to going yeah. to saying that's like me building a house frame and going, well, I built another frame inside of that house frame in that same wall line. Now it's a better frame where it doesn't make it a better frame. Yeah. Um, so it, that's just to me where the framework, if we're talking about it becomes six sides and becomes hexagonal, if that's the best structure for it, then putting more into it to me doesn't, really makes sense of making a better better um hexagon because yeah. at the end of the day if it's a, even talking three-dimensional it's still a hexagon mm-hmm. at the end of the day so yeah, that's that's sort of just where i'm yeah once again a bit bit stuck on that thought yeah um i did see a study i think it was a german study back in 2018 similar to what you're talking about uh with the structures and it was regarding different flowers being put into the water Yep. And the structure would change depending on the type of flower you're putting into the water. Yep. And it would hold that shape for so many days. De- I don't know if it was up to months, but it was a, over several days it would maintain that structured shape from the particular yep. flower that was put into the water. And I think that's what he's talking about. The, the sh- like we were saying, the snowflake, that yep. the design is changing like a fingerprint 
depending on what's yeah. in or near that water. Yeah, and what has influenced so it. So w- whether there's benefits or not, I'm not sure, but there is a change in the structure. So I do agree yeah. with you with yeah. that. 100%. There's, there's definitely some geometrical structure or pattern change that is altering the water itself. Um, I, w- I, w- I would like to see, though, with like, um, you know, you can obviously see once it's been spun you can look at the structure of the water you can see the like you said the water crystals or the crystalline structure of it being hexagonal i would like to see that with the positive uh, affirmations to see okay well what's the difference between yeah between the structure you know what i mean because if we just say that it's It's and just well structured. Yeah, that's what I mean. I would love to see, like you know, a not necessarily. It doesn't even have to be a photo, but like yeah. a, a difference between. Okay, if I have this structure here, uh, just from spinning, yeah, and put thirty days of affirmations into my water, does it main just maintain it, or like would it not maintain if I didn't put it in with still having structure? Or what the difference is at the end of the thirty days, whether we look at it, same yeah. same sort of thing, freeze test it and go through it at that thirty days, yeah. and then compare it to the first first day of yeah. when it was spun. That would be something I'll be interested yeah. in saying. Not saying that it's like I'm not questioning any validity. I'm literally just questioning yeah. the the process of being. Yeah, I would yeah. I'd like to know the the actual. Yeah. you know difference yeah, yeah, yeah. between it just so that I would know like those results. Yeah, the yeah. the instead of like um I think it's. There might be too many other um, dif- differences in or possibilities of doing like a rice test. Yeah. Like just because, you know, it's, it's grain, it's wheat, it could be... Depends on where the rice comes from, how long the rice has been there. Could be, it could be a lot, a lot of different, different factors. factors. Mm-hmm. So that, that's where I'm like, oh, okay, if we put in affirmations into it, what would be the difference at the end of the day? But yeah. that's just something for yeah. my, my little brain. But then... Moving on to, though, because we've talked about the water, we've talked about the, it being stored and structured now, which is good. We've gone through. One thing we haven't talked about in depth, though, is your materials here because this is something that, you know, Fritzy, after you and I chatted, I went to, straight to Bunnings. I went and got myself a single-stage filter system, yep. put that underneath, underneath the house, and I wanted to add something back into it because I remember you telling me that it's all about your minerals, though. Because then we, we're moving away from water and into minerals because yeah. not only is it H2O, yeah. we, we also need minerals. And we know for a fact that, like, well, most people know that minerals are the building blocks in everyone's body. We need our magnesiums, we need our potassiums, we need our sodiums, we need our zincs, we need them all. And we don't get enough of it. Yeah. So with, like, say, for instance, I put on a single-stage filter just from Bunnings, a little cheap thing. I remember you telling me, just get an $80 That's thing. Yeah. $80 one, just go get one, just a cheapie. Then I also got a, um, it was an alkaline booster and a pH balancer. Yeah. So that was something as well that I just thought I'll just chuck on and see what it was. But when you were telling about your spun water, because I remember from your image, you've got uh, your setup at home. You had this fantastic um, system where you have water coming in, open air, spinning around in a large jar and coming down the bottom. So is this more of like a smaller version of it or a more compact version of that or just a different version yeah, in general? It's sort of more a different, more complex version. Um, and, I mean, there's there's different processes. Like you can magnetise the water. Um, you can put it through a, just simply a vortexing process, which like Fritz has done, and to the open air so it can actually absorb the um, oxygen from yeah. the cosmos and everything. Um, this one contains um, living mineral information um, and, yeah, contains the... Oh, so you've got beads in there. And yeah, they're the living quartz crystals. Right. So when you say living quartz crystals, do you mean as in like there's energy in them or...? Yeah, yeah. So... Um, but so li- by living, we're not meaning like a living... Is, is there growth in the crystals at all or, it, or what does living mean? That, well, uh, they're alive like us like we're alive we're alert we're conscious beings so the quartz crystals are that as well so it's imprinting its consciousness into the water at the same time oh, okay i'm gonna have to need a bit of a elaboration <laughs> on that one so when we talk about consciousness um you know consciousness is very hard to define and a lot of people have a different idea of where yep. it is how it is and what it is um 
me personally, I think that, you know, we have our neurons. We can all agree that neurons, we all have them. We've got neuron pathways that all work and fire away. And, you know, people that, if you don't have neurons, well, you're not really going to be you, are you? It's like, yeah. that's, that's where our information is stored. So we know that that's stored in neurons. We know information can be stored in other such things than that. But to say that a crystal is alive, I will need like a pretty good definition on that and like pretty good reason yeah. on how you can define a crystal as being conscious or because to define consciousness in a innate object yeah. is I think it, it's needs to have a bit of yeah. proof or validity behind which, it. Which is, we could probably discuss it in a time when I get some more validity <laughs> as well and stuff like you're saying. Like I'm only very short into this as well and I'm only just receiving... Um, or taking on the information what's being portrayed um, to these devices and such as well, which um, this is from the Wellness Enterprise. So if, if you want to find more information about those devices, then you can go on there. Yeah, because it's, it's just that I, like, uh, you know, I've sort of built myself on the idea of being open-minded to absolutely everything. Yep. As long as there's validity there and enough information yeah. behind, just for the sake of, yeah, yeah. I don't like things... Um, need to explain too, Bose, we don't have access to natural Swiss spring water flowing from their snowy mm. mountains. Yeah. So we've got to try and replicate. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. That's that's fine to say. I just mean like, for instance, of like, to me, the, saying that a crystal is living has to be, that's a big, a big thing to say that yeah. needs to have the big enough proof behind. Yeah, you're right, bro. Yeah. That has to have to me, big enough proof behind. Um, you know how you were saying before about uh, positive and negative affirmations affecting things. If the crystals are living, you probably don't have the answer for this. I'm probably just no, no, throwing fine. you in a black hole. But um, if I were to give my negative thoughts to those rocks, uh, the, the the crystals, will they hold that negative energy? I and believe then they would, yes. Yeah. So then make dirty water. <laughs> um it would Your dirty water. <laughs> it it probably wouldn't dirty the water or anything, but the water would hold on to that information that you're relaying onto it. So like it's just sorta of maybe being careful about like what you're doing, what you're saying and everything around it, because say you're having an argument with the missus or something, the water any water around you could pick up on that. And then it starts, like those molecules start dropping out of the water. Okay. So, and then it becomes destructured. Right. So. So the, just to go back onto the the quartz here, just for the instance with this one, because I, I would, like I was saying to Fritzy, there's things that I, um, you know, I can get down with pretty, pretty quick, as in the idea of spinning water to structure it. I, I can sort of see the validity in that. Yeah. Um, just because of, with, without too much instruction from it, just because we know, you know, with streams and that, it clears its water. Yep. Like we have water um, that starts up in a mountain and it'll come down through, through a stream. And if it is uh, uninhibited or hasn't been obscured some way, whether it be a dead animal or some sort of yep. debris, it hasn't been halted and keeps running over rocks nice and clean, it will clean itself. And yep. when you have nice spring water, that's why we pay uh, absolute mint for it in a bottle. Yeah. But... For it to be running through crystal with memory and um, you know different energies, just because it's so it's such a loaded term. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only thing that you would lose a lot of people with is just yeah th that sort of. I think that's where we do lose a lot of people with as well. Just um, and it's not because of like how fantastical it sounds. It's just I think because of the lack of. Um, Evidence. evidence and proof behind it just yeah. like you said you this isn't supposed to be a hardball thing <laughs> this is this is literally yeah. just because we are curious about this yeah but we're curious as well for the reasons behind and i know you've just started really on your journey with yeah. it yeah um so it is hard to build up yeah you and i mean i'm still working on like getting those tests and results and stuff like that because like you said people want or need that validity yeah because you you to me i wouldn't want to go want to know how it works yeah because like, I, I wouldn't doing i wouldn't want to go into it thinking like for instance if i can measure and go okay that there is different to the water that comes out of the water in my tap because it has an extra hydrogen molecule and an extra oxygen molecule attached to the same system. Yeah. So that means I'm looking out and go, I've got three 
and two. I know that. Then I go, okay, that's fine. I can actually see that. If I can see, okay, the structure of the crystals is going from a pentagon to a hexagon, that's big. You go, okay, there is a difference happening here. Yeah. Um, obviously, the change in the body that would take place and how long that takes would be a different type of study depending on many different factors, people's health, lifestyle, yeah. jobs, whatever. But, you know, I can see and get down with that. The positive affirmations in the sunlight would be another one I think a lot yeah. of people would want to see more results on and yeah. have a lot more information on just before making their mind up on it. Um, same with the crystal. But then even with spinning the water, just because... Uh, that's that's where your structure is coming from, right? Is spinning the water. We're trying to imitate, like what you were saying, Fritzy. We don't have access to um, sw- the Swiss Swiss Alps yeah. where we're going to get all that fine yeah. water. That's so water. We, we're trying to replicate. Is is pretty much what we're trying to do? Replicate what nature's trying to do in 100%. other areas to have better water. So that's and what. That's that's a hundred percent. You're right. Like. That's these all these devices just are replicating Mother Nature's systems the best we can. Yeah. So, so like let, you know, like that's imitating um, how nature would do it from a pure mountain stream, like it vortexes um, around rocks and stuff. It's self cleansing, it's self renewing itself, um, and then you, it's picking up all the mineral information off the rocks, and it's got the radiant light from the sunlight. Yeah. So it's picking all that up. But yeah, isn't it fascinating how long water spends? In sunlight and yet it's still yeah. low temperature, you know, or four, four degrees, I believe it's at its densest. Yeah. So. So we're going to um. Going into now more to the mineral side of things, so what is it with, so say for instance our normal H2O out of the tap, it still has minerals in it, some sort of minerals. What are your generic minerals that we get? excuse me, in our everyday water. And then what are the minerals that we we need? Because does this, your H3O2, does that have, have you put minerals into that? No, that's just purely um, gone through the, just this, that unique, oh, sorry. <laughs> this unique array of devices. Um, I haven't had any minerals to that whatsoever. But that's still sufficient enough to do. Because I, I know yeah. that even with... Um, your single stage filter, say for instance that I've got, it's supposed to take out as much shit as it can. Yeah. Um, and you're still left with some sort of mineral because I think this was a test you were telling me, Fritzy, yeah. you did with different types of plants you had. You tried the reverse osmosis. It wasn't it wasn't that good. The plants wouldn't grow because I didn't have enough Can you mineral. define reverse osmosis as well? Yeah. Well, I, I won't because I think <laughs> I'll leave it up to you guys to tell me reverse osmosis. Um, well, I believe it's just like uh, they have different types, you know, three, five, seven, maybe even nine stages of reverse osmosis. And to my understanding of it, it um, while it's taking, it takes from the water. So you're trying to remove as much uh, from the water as what you can. But what it's doing is it's actually taking the good stuff from the water as well. So it eventually, I believe it comes, dis- becomes distilled water. There's it just leaves nothing you, in it. Leaves leaves you just blank with, canvas. Leaves you with just pure H2O, which, yeah, yeah, exactly. as we know, is good, Yeah. but it's it doesn't... Ha- you need the yeah. minerals, you need yeah. something in it to yeah. give it. Because, yeah, you were the one telling me mostly about the reverse osmosis well, well, system um, you had. A lot of people believe in Nikola Tesla, and Nikola Tesla uh, strongly believes in vibration and frequencies. Mm. So um, uh, the water from your tap basically con- has, has your contaminants, which is why you get your filters. You're taking out its physical contaminations. Mm. What these replications um, do is take out the vibrational contaminants in your water. Mm. Even though you've, you've removed all your physical contaminants with your filters, mm. your water's still contaminated with vibrational frequencies, bad vibrational frequencies. Yep. Hence running them through these devices, vortexing your water, you're putting it back to its natural state, you're now removing all of its uh, vibrational um, uh, contaminants. Right. So that re- now me bringing that up, that's that's like another episode again because it, we're, we're yeah we definitely can get in the weeds with that next time. Vibrational yeah. frequencies is is just as important as physical frequencies mm. uh, uh, contaminants. But that that's physical contaminants is all you can buy from the shop filters mm. 
and whatnot to improve your water. You notice the taste, it tastes better, for sure, yeah. for sure. Well, but you haven't removed its vibrational contaminants, well, which just, is what these devices do. Yeah, the, like you were saying, Fritzy, I think we'll get into that on the next one because definitely, we'll, we'll definitely won't be leaving this for one and done. Um, so just going back to the mineral side of things, so um, what what are the minerals? So you've got this here, your H2O. Yep. That's your your own water system you've got there, which is your H3O2. What are the minerals that you would be looking to you know put into it, or what what are the minerals that we're missing that we would need in water? So I believe there's 84 trace minerals that uh, we're needing. I'm not 100% sure exactly what they are, mm. um, but it is believed um, a guy named Joel Wallach um, said that we need 90 nutrients a day, every day for the rest of our life. Um, so when we're drinking water, it's looking for two things. It's looking for that structured water mm. and it's looking for that mineral content. So it's looking for your um, um, water should contain your calcium, magnesium, zinc, potassium all of those minerals it should contain but they're just not there anymore yeah. because of how polluted our waters actually are so what is um because i think we'll just wrap it up a bit soon because we are getting a bit hot and heated in this this room <laughs> i know we're getting there we're getting there you calm down you we're getting there i know you're thirsty yeah you you stay there um i just sort of want to you know i appreciate both of you coming in today like you you have first um you know geo guests actually bought in their material things to show and that's why i really appreciate you guys coming down and talking with us and really want to do it again just wanted to show my dedication to it like I said, I'm very, very in the early stages of this and um, I'm just as curious as you guys. That's so. that's it. That's all it is, is it, the curiosity of it. Like, a, Kren and I, the reason we've, um, you know, become mates and we love to have a chat about everything and why I started this podcast is because I love talking to people about everything because I'm a curious person, um, you know, and people's passions. Like, there's a reason why you're passionate about it. And that's yeah. what I'm curious about. There's a reason what behind people's passion and yeah. endeavours towards things. And it's not to question yourself or the validity of yourself. It's more like I like to question it because it's either going to um, solidify your point more yeah. or make you open enough to evolve your point and make it make it more solidified. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to... Because this is something I am very curious about. Like I wouldn't put a filter system on my <laughs> house here if it wasn't for you, Fritzy. So... I appreciate that, mate, and like that's why I'm looking to because it is something we have every day, something we definitely need. Yeah. So it's something that I think is very important and that people should know more about, that water is very important to us and that there are possibilities of it being better and being us being able to have water that is better for us and more beneficial and Yep. That it is a simple thing that we could do through certain devices. And I think that would be yeah. what I'd really want to push to people out there is not that it's it doesn't even have to be anything too fantastical or yeah. mystical. Yeah. It's literally just we can structure water better. Mm. We can provide better water. And providing that better water will provide you with a better feeling. It's mm-hmm. a simple thing of going, you don't just eat rubbish. Yeah. So it's like, well, I could survive off chocolate but it's probably not going to be that beneficial to me in the long run. Yeah, yeah. I could just survive with normal tap water, but it may not be as beneficial to me as having uh, structured water or yeah. uh, added water with H3O2. So that's something that I think if people could take away from this conversation is there yeah. is other forms out there. Yeah, uh, there, there is an array of information out there. Like you said, Bo, you've only yeah. just started on this journey. Same with you, Fritzy. Um but I, I do think there is validity to what you're saying. I just think yeah. it just needs to have a bit yeah. more more structure behind it just to be able to push it out more yeah. into the mainstream mm. a bit more. Yeah. But um, all... Hence curiosity. Like. That's yeah. the thing. It's And that's all it is. So Do, do your research. Like, you've yeah. definitely hit the nail on the head with where you're going with it too. And hey, like just... I don't. I can't explain it, but um, people are telling me just from their experience alone what they're experiencing with the water. So it does have benefits to it. Can I explain it? No, but and, then, and that's the thing. If if you don't really have to, if you feel better with something, 
you don't necessarily necessarily need a full explanation of it. Like it's no, it's it's no. for yourself. Like you yourself, Fritzy. I remember you telling me you'd be like, well, you know, I know I know this starts sounding a bit crazy in that or a bit weird, but I feel better with it. That's all you need yeah. to know. That's yeah. really really yeah. is all you need to know. Is yeah. you're putting more effort into your water and what you're taking in. Um, Shannon, so, explain. Shannon, so. Uh, um, one of the girls that I work with, um, she, I did a quick interview with her before coming here today and I was just wanting to know what some of the benefits were of her drinking my water. And from a very young age, she had actually been suffering from kidney problems. Like um, when she first originally went and got a, um, a scan done, mm. they found 10 kidney stones in her left kidney. Mm. So, you know, and she had been experiencing this for most of her life. So, and ever since drinking my water, she's never encountered a problem. Like she will still maybe experience some pain because of the, the harmful effects that it's caused. Like it's completely destroyed one of her tubes and everything where after the kidneys processed, it goes through and everything, it's ripped it up, scar damage and stuff. Um, but ever since drinking this, she's just not had a problem. She's feeling more vibrant. She's feeling more energized. She um, and myself have made claims that like we're able to expose ourselves to the sunlight more. You know, we don't just go red and peel. You know, we're able to absorb it, absorb it and go brown. You know? mm. So there's there's so much to it. But, you know, whether or not I can explain it for you today, but something has changed in the water and it is doing something differently. And people are just... I just love hearing about people's benefits and what they're experiencing. So that's why I would like to have this available to people so that they know that there is fresh, clean water for them to drink. And, you know, um, whether or not they want it is up to them. So you, uh, thank you very much for that, mate. But I would also like to just sort of, so people out there can find out, if they are curious and they want to look into a bit more, where can they get this sort of set of devices from? Because I myself, I'm going to go out and get, get all this as well. And I'm going to yeah. start trying to spend it and, you know, I'm going to... Like, I'm not just someone that wants to go show me the evidence. I'll try it myself as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. Where, where, could, where could we find these sort of things? And how, how would we go about, you know, implementing them into your household? Is it all under the sink stuff or do we have to do a few different systems? Um, so it's up to you what you're looking to do. You can get handheld devices. Um, you can get, uh, that's a little portable handheld device. Um, so is this to spin the water and structure the water, is it? Yep, so that's they're actually using shungite in that as well, which is another crystal form. So what's this called? What's this one? Uh, that's Natural Action Technologies. Okay. So if you go onto their website, you'll be able to um, find them. Um, you can have access to this, or they are in development of a new um, portable unit at the moment. which So is, you just pour water straight through that? Yeah, pour water straight through that, and then um, the claims are that the water comes out the bottom structured. Okay. So, and they've apparently had very successful results from just one pour through this device. And now, what are these ones here? This one here is your Vortex Magnetic Energizer. So, as you can see, you screw it onto two bottles and then you just spin it and it will vortex down. So, you have a full bottle on top? Yeah, yes. yeah. So, this hourglass. one would go on top. Yes. Right. Yeah, like an hourglass design. Spin it. Spin it. Okay. Um, both where, left and right. Where can you get these ones from? Uh, the glass bottles are bought separately from yep. a company called Nourish Life online. Um, but this actual Vortex Magnetic Energizer that came with this as well is from... So what's, uh, what's this one? Is that a copper ring or something? Yeah, that's a copper ring and it actually is proposed to... Magnetic um, field of it or yeah, something? Yeah, to stop those EMFs. Um, what's an, e what's uh, an EMF? Electromagnetic frequencies. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, as it passes through here, you're magnetizing it and vortexing it. Yep. And then um, that will pretty much just sit up on like that as you do it to stop any of those electromagnetic frequencies affecting the water itself as well, which you can get from Vibrant Vital Water from Randy Hatton. He's, I believe he's in uh, Mexico okay, uh, or New Mexico. Um, Rob Gourlay makes these MIA devices. Um, you can get them um, under the sink, uh, whole house devices if you want. Um, he's based in Australia. So you just attach this to your, your copper yep. piping so or is, something? This is a shower unit. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's a, you attach that to your shower head. That could, um, so effectively, before the shower hits you, it'll go through this. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, vortexing yeah. it. And, and your skin will hydrate so much better. Yeah. yeah. Fritzy, if my, skin, if, if my skin looked like yours when I'm 50, <laughs> I'll be stoked, mate. <laughs> what, what's Mia mean? Or is it a uh, Mia is magnetically energetically activated. Okay. Yeah. So uh, once again, he's produced a lot of great um, research and information um, if you're looking for any. Um, this one so is... That, that's what I run at home. Yeah. I, I run a large, large one. 
for the whole house. So that he does yeah. like your showers, your whole house, yeah. big commercial ones um, for big water treatments and restaurants. And Fritzy, it's not about the length, mate. It's how you spend it. So, yeah, so there's plenty of systems that we can put on at home with from this place as well, Mia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where's this one from? Uh, now, that's from a company in America called the Wellness Enterprise. Yeah. Once again, they have uh, great amounts of scientific research, validation and uh, devices. So where would this one go? Would it go outside uh, or inside? This one um, is a garden device. Um, so you can use it to hook it up to your outdoor tap yep. or you can use it under your sink or um, shower head. Okay. And now this, this one here, this is a bit of copper piping, right? Yeah. Now, is this for a whole household or is this for just, do you only have to put, store, uh, put it into part of your house? or So you can just cut out a piece of your existing copper piping in your house and just replace it with this. As close to the, as the external water yeah, source yeah. coming out would yeah. be? Yeah. And once again, this um, alone, they come in different lengths. Those, they come in 50 centimeters or one meter. Yep. Um, and you can just pretty much get that attached and that has the same where can you get that one from? Uh, this is from a company in Sweden, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so... Well, any any of these, wherever we can get these, we'll get some links and everything off you guys at the end. We'll put it up underneath the video, underneath everything. Yep. So if people are curious and they want to try this out themselves, yeah, sure. you can. Um, we'll have all those links provided. I think what we should do, though, is what... Credit has been itching and staring at. Oh, it's a bit of water if we would, wouldn't mind, please, guys. No, but yeah, Bo, I appreciate you coming down here. No I know worries. it was a bit, bit of a drive from Ipswich, mate. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. All right. Get it, you better get in, in on this. Get a close-up of this coming in, mate. Jesus. Not of you, of the water. Come down a bit lower. All right. All right. All right. Have a look at that now. All right. Let's have a... Jeez, I'm going to be sweating up close here now. It does smell different. Yeah, you're not wrong. It does smell different. Back up a bit, mate. Jesus. Right. What's your verdict? It's good. <laughs> it's cold. It's Pal- some, there's some good quality the H2O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Hey, you're right. You definitely. It, 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 it does smell different. It does taste different. It feels different. It's got like a almost a citrusy sort of. Um, I don't know if it's just my mouth. Maybe no, I've got you, some dirty. There's no mouth. citrus. <laughs> <laughs> but as um as Adam Sandler said, that's some good quality H2O, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's basically what I'm trying to replicate. Here. That's brilliant. Well, if you you're saying it's water's um, most dense at four degrees. Did you say? Yes. If we set that to like we were serving that at exactly four degrees, what is the difference like when you were saying it's more dense like is it going to have a thicker taste to the liquid uh, or? i think it's just about like the density how heavy it might be um it doesn't really change anything per se but then i've also read about some benefits of room temperature water as well mm. um because we are naturally warm-blooded so mm. you know having it sitting at room temperature that's why i've let this one like i've been letting it sit out in the sun and got it down to a bit of room temperature before you guys drunk it but um some people prefer to have it cold. Some people mm. prefer to have it warm. So yeah. um, it's just a theory. Um, I don't, The one thing I w- would want people as well, another thing I'd want people to take away from this is there's no negative benefit to this. There's no negative reason oh, right. behind this. And that's like as in whether you believe it or not with the energy or the sunlight or anything like that. There's no ne- there's no downside to this, which is I think the biggest thing that people should take away is yeah. there's there's nothing that's gonna make it worse for you. <laughs> there, there's only upsides to it, and yeah. like that smells good, it tastes good, it doesn't taste like normal water, as in it doesn't feel like I should say it doesn't feel like normal it's water. Yeah, yeah, it's silkier, and that's one thing I did notice when I had the filter system on, just a single stage yeah, filter yeah. system. You put that on, you run it through a bit until that w- the filters do build up. And then as soon as you have that first gla- glass of water, it's different. I've yeah. had people come over and have filtered water here and they go, it's just a single stage filter. And they'll go, it tastes different. That still tastes different to me. So yeah. there there would be, and I think there is still validity to what's happening. Yeah. Um, and like I said, whether you need proof or not, there's, yeah. there's yeah. no downside to it. I don't think there is any anything that should worry people that there's 
only upside. Yeah. So for for sure, Maddie. Um, I, I think also an, another thing when I first started this water, what got me thinking, hang on, there is something about this water. Was um, uh, when I first started the water. I think uh, the next day and for the next few days, I was I was in the toilet every twenty minutes. And I was calling Bo like, "What? What the hell's up with this water? Because it's it's just sending me. I'm I'm constantly going, mate. And um, yeah, what's going on? And Bo's explained to me, it's detoxing you. Mm. Now tap water won't doesn't do that to you. Yeah, you don't pushing, drink yeah. tap water or even filtered water, and it it it, it doesn't do that to you. Mm. But um, it was sending me. I was going every twenty minutes, half an hour. And I was saying to Bo, "What's going on? I don't, I don't know about this." And he was laughing, saying, it, it, "That's how much toxins you got in you, mate, and it's getting rid of it all." So, only this water will do that to you, not any other water. So, there's something about it. Mm. So, do you know much about that? Like, is the structure creating like some sort of sponginess that's attracting these? Yeah, contaminants? absolutely. It's like a gel-like substance, mm. um, which. Um, I have in one of the books here um, by Dr. Gerald Pollock, he actually says that um, easy water, which is structured water, is more like a gel substance. Um, mm. So, And that's what he believes is the fourth phase of water. So we have the solid, liquids, liquid and gaseous, mm. and he reckons the fourth phase of water is like the gel substance, which is what is surrounding our cells. Interesting. So, and this water um, has claims that is able to um, penetrate your cells at a cellular level. So that's why you, um, you'll go to the toilet more often is because it, what goes in must come out, but it's coming straight back out. It's not actually going into your cells to hydrate you. I think this is um, something, there's plenty more for us to delve into and I really do hope you guys do come back on. Um, yeah, love to. I, pr- I appreciate you coming down, Bo. I appreciate you here. you setting this up as well, Fritzy, of yep. coming in, mate. Um, got a free sauna session too. So yeah, <laughs> she's getting a bit cooked <laughs> in here, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. I appreciate um, both of you coming down. Appreciate anyone watching, and uh, that's it for now. Thanks for watching. We'll oh, see you next time. Thank you. Sweet, guys. Thank you so much.